June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash Wondery. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tonight, we're following two big developing stories as we come on the air. Raging wildfires exploding in California, forcing thousands to evacuate. And a historic first. America will hear from Kamala Harris, who becomes the first woman of color to accept her party's nomination for vice president. Over 10,000 lightning strikes fuel an inferno in the Bay Area. Homes engulfed in flames. Residents forced to flee in the middle of the night. The governor of California declaring a state of emergency. America decides 2020. Kamala Harris makes history when she accepts the Democratic nomination for vice president tonight. And former President Barack Obama argues this election is about the future of American democracy. Calling for a boycott. President Trump denounces cancel culture, but tonight why the president is telling his followers not to buy Goodyear tires. The tire of choice for the presidential limo. Plus, the president attacks his own party for calling his hand-picked postmaster general to testify. Evicted for partying. As major universities struggle to stop the spread of coronavirus, one big college kicks students off campus because of a dorm party. Toxic plume. Why a dramatic explosion at a plastics factory in Texas is leaving firefighters warning nearby residents to stay indoors. Tracking tropical threats. Three storms are on the move tonight. Will they hit the U.S.? We'll have the latest storm track. And a welcome back like no other. The students start learning once the teachers get popping. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. There are two major headlines as we come on the air tonight, including just hours from now, when Senator Kamala Harris will step onto the stage 
and into history as the first black woman and first Indian American to accept the Democratic Party's nomination for vice president. Harris will address the country live and in primetime during the third night of the Democratic Convention, capping off speeches from Hillary Clinton and former President Barack Obama, who CBS News has learned will deliver a scathing rebuke of President Trump, accusing him of turning the presidency into a reality show. We're going to get to that in a moment, but we're going to begin with breaking news in Harris's home state of California, where tonight close to 400 fast-moving wildfires are now burning out of control, threatening lives and homes. The intense blazes, which stretch north from the San Francisco Bay Area, are moving so quickly that the governor has declared a state of emergency, and families are being told to flee immediately through walls of flames leaping across roads. The fires are now torching an area that is bigger than Washington, D.C., and there's growing fear tonight that some people may not have escaped in time. CBS's Carter Evans is going to lead off our coverage tonight in the fire zone near Vacaville, California. Carter? Nora, and we're learning that today a helicopter in firefighting operations near Fresno crashed and caused another brush fire, killing one person in that crash. Now, here in Vacaville, you could see the scorched earth behind me. People who were here last night said the flames moved so fast, they were barely able to escape. Tonight, fast-moving flames threatened tens of thousands in Northern California. Some, fearing for their lives, fled through the fire, including Rhonda Petrillo. And there's fire behind me, fire on the side, fire in front, and I'm like, that's the only way out. Much of her farm was burned to the ground, along with countless homes. It's so dire, California's governor is calling for help. We've now requested 375 uh, EMAC, meaning engines, uh, to come from other states. 50 miles east of San Francisco, the fast-moving LNU complex fire blew up at 11 o'clock last night in and around Vacaville. Residents in this city of 100,000 had minutes to leave. And I got all these flames on me, and I lost my shoe. But I made it. God save me. Go! With a massive smoke cloud 15,000 feet high over much of Northern California, the fire is still out of control and burning an area larger than the size of Washington, D.C. In the Sierras, a homeowner asked KOVR reporter Laura Haefley to check in on her home. I'm really sorry to have to tell you this, but your house is gone. Okay. All right. I'm just going to take this in. Now, the governor says California has seen 2,000 more fires this year than the same time last year. Now, here in Vacaville, this particular fire is generating so much smoke that firefighting aircraft can't fly. And on top of that, Nora, the wind is expected to pick up again tonight and fan the flames. A dangerous situation there, Carter. Thank you. Turning now to the Democratic Convention and the eagerly awaited speech tonight by Senator Kamala Harris, now the party's nominee for vice president. In a portion just released, Harris will accuse President Trump of a failure of leadership that's cost lives and livelihoods. Also speaking tonight, some of the party's biggest stars, including former President Barack Obama. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Wilmington, Delaware again tonight. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Nora. Tonight in the event center behind us, Kamala Harris is set to make history as just the third woman and first black and Asian person to accept the vice presidential nomination. And up the road in Philadelphia, former President Obama will question President Trump's fitness to serve. 
It's the most star-studded night of the convention so far, with Kamala Harris set to make history. In her speech live from the Chase Center in Wilmington, she'll sharply criticize President Trump and make the case for her running mate. A video airing tonight shows Harris making a direct pitch to black voters. The litmus test for America is how we are treating black women. Harris last addressed the Democratic convention on behalf of Barack Obama. Tonight, the former president returns the favor. Speaking from the Museum of the American Revolution in Philadelphia, he will say that Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't, and the consequences of that failure are severe. Mr. Obama will also recall his eight years working alongside Joe Biden. We all know that on its own, his work... A partnership highlighted in this new campaign ad released today. Biden, who was officially nominated last night, spent today meeting virtually with Latino Democrats, a key constituency. There's no question that this is a challenging time. And it is so often the case when hard times hit, Latino families are bearing a disproportionate share of the burden. Immigration will be a focus tonight, as will women's suffrage. Hillary Clinton, the party's 2016 nominee, will recall that she's often stopped by people who say they regret not voting four years ago. In response, she will say, this can't be another woulda, coulda, shoulda election. The man she lost to is the target of yet another ad produced by a Republican group seeking to unseat him. Some think Trump's actions are a lack of empathy. Others say it's racism. This time focused on how he bungled the U.S. response to Hurricane Maria after it devastated Puerto Rico. Ed O'Keefe, CBS News. Wilmington, Delaware. I'm Nicole Killian in Wilmington, where the stakes are much higher than Kamala Harris's last DNC appearance in 2012. The American dream belongs to all of us. Campaign aides say the California senator's acceptance speech will deliver a vision for a more inclusive nation by sharing her personal story. My mother, who raised me and my sister was a proud woman. The story of a daughter whose name means goddess. She was raised by an Indian mother who researched cancer and Jamaican father who was an economist, both immersed in civil rights and as a young girl allowed Harris to integrate Berkeley Public Schools along with childhood friend Carol Porter. We grew up uh, in a segregated neighborhood, so we, we lived the challenges that kids of color uh, live, and she's been able to really Take that to heart. A lesson she carried to Howard University, pledging Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority with Jill Lewis. She was not day one, I plan to run for office, but she was very interested in justice. My name is Kamala Harris. That interest would lead her to be San Francisco's DA with a tough on crime agenda to California's attorney general, where she took on the banking industry and the U.S. Senate. Yet her prosecutor background has raised concerns with some progressives. Tonight, she gets to change minds. CBS News has learned Senator Harris will say tonight we're at an inflection point, adding we have a president who turns our tragedies into political weapons. Joe will be a president who turns our challenges into purpose. Nora? Nicole Killian, thank you. And this programming note, CBS News live coverage of the Democratic Convention begins at 10 Eastern, 9 Central Time. Tonight, more than 90 House Democrats are calling on the Postal Service Board of Governors to immediately remove Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. Now, this comes as President Trump is publicly expressing anger at leaders of his own party for calling DeJoy to testify before Congress. We get more now from CBS's Ben Tracy. President Trump is accusing Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of playing into the hands of Democrats, 
railing on Twitter about ridiculous post office hearings being held just before and during our convention. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, a major Trump donor, says he's pausing controversial cost-cutting measures. But House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says DeJoy admitted in a phone call with her today that he had no intention of replacing the sorting machines, blue mailboxes, and other key mail infrastructure that have been removed. Our plans for November will move forward. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is fighting back after the Trump campaign sued his state over its plans to send mail-in ballots to all registered voters this fall. We will defend our rights vigorously, and we will not back down. So as they say, bring it on. And in a risky move, President Trump attacked Goodyear Tires, an American icon, for announcing a ban on MAGA hats. I'm not happy with Goodyear because what they're doing is playing politics. The president is angry about Goodyear's policy barring workplace political expression, including his campaign hats. It's despicable when a president of the United States thinks it's appropriate to boyc- to call for a boycott of a U.S. company. The U.S. military has used Goodyear tires for more than a century, and they're also on the presidential limousine known as the Beast. The president just said he may have those tires removed, but that would be awfully difficult because they are specially designed Kevlar tires so they can still run flat during an emergency. The president, Nora, was also just asked about the conspiracy group known as QAnon, which the FBI says may be a domestic terror threat. The president said he doesn't know much about them, except that they like him, and he appreciates that. All right, Ben Tracy at the White House. Now to the very important story of the coronavirus pandemic. Today, confirmed cases in the U.S. surpassed five and a half million deaths and are nearing 173,000. And tonight we've learned at least a dozen athletes at the University of Mississippi have reportedly tested positive. This is COVID cases are spreading across college campuses nationwide. CBS's David Begno has more. I think time will tell um, whether this was the right decision or not. Michigan State is now the latest university to tell students, welcome back, now go home. And we were like, you're kidding. Annalise Maxud was just moving into her freshman dorm after a lost spring. Prom, graduation, everything. Summer hit and we were told like a whole new fresh start in college. It sucks, to be honest, it sucks. Michigan State now joins Notre Dame and North Carolina to go virtual this fall. Nationwide, more than 1,000 COVID cases have been reported on college campuses since July. The University of Connecticut kicked several students out of campus housing after this dorm party. Drake University in Iowa sent 14 students home for violating COVID protocols. And then there's Auburn trying to educate while playing football. 33 members of the Auburn football team tested positive earlier this summer. Now school's starting. Masks are required, but not everyone is listening. And at the recently completed Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, there's a warning tonight from the South Dakota Department of Health. A bar patron tested positive, and now those in the area are being urged to get a test. Tonight we're in Florida, where they have surpassed more than 10,000 coronavirus deaths. There's some good news. The test positivity rate has dropped below 10%. But look, we're in Miami-Dade County, where the mayor says that number's got to be below 5% consistently before he'll let people start eating in restaurants again. Nora. David Begno, thank you. 
A new survey finds that only one in seven parents say their children are going back to school full-time this fall. And four out of five parents say they have no one to help their children with remote learning from home. But it's not just parents who are worried about the new school year. CBS's Omar Villafranca hears from school workers as we continue our series, The New Normal, Back to School. Are you ready to come to school? Linton Elementary Principal Marty Ortega is making the rounds on a school bus. Addressing concerns for the new school year. Classes at San Antonio's Northside ISD are slated to begin online in just five days. Ortega wants kids back in the classroom, but school has never looked like this. Adults and students in masks, sanitizer stations, and desks with protective plastic barriers. This is our plexiglass. Even with all the safety measures, a dozen frontline workers told CBS News they're concerned. They wouldn't go on camera for fear of retaliation. Since May 28th, 88 workers in the Northside District have tested positive for the virus. We haven't met as a group or even talked online or wherever as to the procedures that we're going to have. Penny Halpenny has driven a bus for the district for 45 years. The 76-year-old's main concern is that the district won't take students' temperatures before they get on the bus. We're the first ones that pick up the students, regardless of whether we know they have a temperature or not. They're supposed to get on our bus and go to school. The district told CBS News workers will sanitize every bus every time students are dropped off at school. Principal Ortega says her school is preparing, but there is no lesson plan for a pandemic. Are we going to be in basically the greatest social slash science experiment that this country has ever seen? I don't know. I hope not. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, San Antonio. We turn now overseas because tonight there are fears the situation in the former Soviet Republic of Belarus is getting out of control. Protesters have taken to the streets against the longtime president. U.S. allies are worried that Russian forces could move in as they did in Ukraine. CBS's Chris Livesay reports tonight from the Capitol. After 10 nights of public outrage and police brutality, an ominous warning from the president of Belarus, the man considered the last dictator of Europe, who protesters say rigged an election. The unrest must end, ordered President Alexander Lukashenko, sparking fears of more savage crackdowns. Protesters are standing off with police. The president has clearly lost the people, but the question is, is he ready to give up power? I'm afraid of police violence. I'm afraid that I won't come home this day. There are fears among America's European allies that Russian President Vladimir Putin could move in to prop up his former Soviet ally. As Lukashenko desperately clings to power at all costs. Our government treats us like animals, but I hope that everything will stop when he leaves us because we can't take it anymore. Chris Livesay, CBS News, Minsk. Tonight, firefighters are battling a huge blaze at a plastics facility just outside Dallas. Downed power lines may have started it. The flames could be seen miles away. People with respiratory illnesses are being warned to keep away or stay indoors because the smoke could be hazardous. Officials say it could be days before the fire is out. Tonight, the National Hurricane Center in Miami is tracking three more potential tropical storms. Two of them could form by the weekend, possibly impacting the southern U.S. next week. For those keeping track, the next names on the list for Atlantic tropical storms are Laura 
and Marco. For millions of students, back to school this year means back to the laptop. So a pair of Georgia teachers have reimagined their welcome back for the age of distance learning. Here's CBS's Vladimir Dutier. What's poppin'? Miss Evans on the beat, so tappin'. You got options, but you better pass my class, no floppin'. Gonna log in every day, every morning I'm watching. If kids are worried about what's poppin' as they prepare to start virtual learning, teachers Callie Evans and Audrey Williams have got them covered. Backed by mask-wearing and socially distant Monroe comprehensive high school cheerleaders, the pair came up with a rap, along with some dynamic choreography, set the Jack Harlow's hit song, What's Poppin'? The music video now has hundreds of thousands of views. Brand new year and I'm locked in. Far as teaching go, I am unreachable. I'm the goal? To ease their students' fears and encourage them to strive for excellence, despite the changes this fall at their high school in Albany, Georgia. Starting the virtual school year off on a high note. Vladimir Dutip, CBS News, New York. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News in our series, The New Normal, we're going to speak with a leading expert from Harvard who wrote the playbook for safely reopening schools. So let me know if you have any questions. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you later tonight for our coverage of the Democratic National Convention. That's at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, right here on CBS. So we'll see you right back then. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.